Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's get Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Michael, sorry for the delay. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, we're good. That was uh, that was a good half a call we just got from that last guy. So I don't know. <laughs> some issues there this week. Uh, Wes wanted to ask you about uh, George's Georgia. OC leaving, Todd Munkin, who was a guest on the show. He was a yeah. Bros Award finalist. Michael, I don't know if I've ever played this clip for you. He has, um, He's a fan of salty language, and I'm a fan of Todd Munkin. This is a little clip. He was uh, having an exchange with Clint Conk, who comes on our show during football season, the former Central Arkansas coach. Hi, Clint. Congratulations on all your successes, man. I appreciate it. Same to you. Hey, I, I, uh, that chair at uh, – and Rustin worked out pretty well for you. It sure did. I'm glad you left. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of a job. I was at Illinois State or Wayne State in Detroit as the head coach, which was an absolute show of a job. And that's where I ended up. So thank God you left. Yep. That was just a small. 30 seconds. How many do we get? Seven? 30. There were seven in all. Seven S-bombs. And uh, <laughs> Todd Munkin doesn't give a blank. So let me just tell you that right now. How big an impact? Well, they, well, yeah. Let me tell you guys, I had my mom's birthday is February 13th. And we went to dinner on the 12th. And then they came over to my house. And my mom, I, I've got the same trigger. Like, I don't do, I, listen, I do my best to perform on this show when I come on with you guys and not make a mistake. So you guys keep letting me come back. But my mom was here. And my mom does not do swear words. And literally, I'm just, it's F this and F that and, and this S word and this and that. So I get it. I understand completely. And my little brother is here with his family too. And he's looking at me like, cause my little brother don't cuss around his kids. And so, but I cuss around my kid, but like with her, the big thing with us is we don't say this in school and we don't say it in front of grandma. Do we? You say it in front of dad. So it just, I get it. it that was a, that lit, that was a highlight for me. I love that. Yeah, Todd Munkin, he's a wild man too. I mean, I want that's a guy you want to go out and have about 12 beers with. He is cool. Hey man, we almost had 12. We sure did. We were trying, buddy. We were we were trying. But he's uh he's a, he's a lot more fun than I am, that's for sure. So we need you me and my uh, Todd Munkin walk into a bar. That would be a fun start yeah. to a story. So anyway, what what kind of impact on Georgia does this have, you think? I think it's a huge impact, especially cuz they hired Mike Bobo. And he is not um known for being innovative. I was so excited with Georgia, with the way that they evolved, right, over the last couple seasons where they started to take more risks, they started to take more, uh, started to be more aggressive down the field, they started to be more innovative in terms of personnel packages. Uh, I got into a huge, I'm not going to call it a fight, but I'm going to say I got into a huge thing with people. I was doing a mock draft for Boots Report on Monday, and people were like, why would they take a tight end? I was like, if you take a tight end, you can play 13 personnel, can still spread out the defense. So you force the defense to play base or big personnel, and then you can still spread them out if you have another tight end that can make things happen. And that's why you take a tight end. That's why tight ends are important. Georgia, obviously, in Munkin, literally did that. They they put they played three tight ends and were able to do that. So I, I don't know if Bobo's going to continue it. Obviously, it's his second go-round. This is going to be a really interesting thing. Um, I You know what? Is, is Coach Kelly there? Yes. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Because to me, that 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 thirteen personnel package they had was amazing, and their ability to play tight bunch with twelve personnel was also very cool. And I don't know if they're going to continue that. 
Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought he was fantastic at mixing up the personnel, but using each one at its optimal level, like at, at the best you could be at that for that that group of personnel. Some guys are, some guys do some weird stuff with personnel, and they're like, well, I don't want them to think when we're in here and with this personnel, we always do this. I think he yeah. does a really good job of going, we're going to do this or this, but both of them are opposite. Run, play action, throw it to the tight yeah. end or this. You know, I just think he does a phenomenal job with that. He changes his running scheme when he brings in two tight ends. He's got a little yeah. bit different one at one and a little different kind of pass off one tight end as opposed to two tight ends. So I, I'm, I was really impressed with him, and I think it's going to be a big loss for him. Hmm. Yeah, tough loss. So, yeah, that's what I think. And Bobo, I guess we got we have to wait and see what happens, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the big key is, what what is he going to do? Like, how much has he learned, or how much has he evolved from what we what we saw him do? Yeah, that's what I worry about with him too. Is you know, it, it's it's tough when you step in for somebody that was extremely successful, and he was. Yeah. Do you mimic him and and go, look, I'm going to try to do that. That's what worked for us. Or do you go, no, I'm going to do my personality, what I want to do. And there's a little bit of the ego that comes into that. And that's what you yeah. worry about when a guy steps into that situation. And and, and obviously, Munkin was... What is his personality? Yeah, well, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's for Justin to talk about. <clears throat> Didn't Bobo beat uh, Arkansas as at Colorado State? I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, how about, I, I don't think that made his scheme great. No. But let's, he was, let's, he's let's, been with George all year, so he I, knows... Yeah. He, I mean, he's no, been he in knows the what they're doing, he, but yeah. man, when you put that guy in, you can look at it across the board. When you move a guy... That was behind a good guy. Sometimes they yeah. go, look, I love the footprint he left, and, and, and he gave us the map, the roadmap to where we want to go. I'm doing my own thing. And some guys want to put their own stamp on things, and their stamp is what brings it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nick Saban's stamp has been pretty good at Alabama. He's got two new coordinators. How would mm-hmm. you like his hires? I don't think they're in charge of anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick's not calling that, the offensive plays. Who's calling the plays? I mean, yeah, like you get to call the plays, but at the end of the day, like you got, you still listen. That's one day. That's Saturday. <laughs> but from Sunday to to Friday, Nick Saban is telling you what you're doing. What does he got? Kevin Steele and Tommy Reese, right? Right. You think Tommy Reese, a guy that did Nick Saban beat Tommy Reese? I'm quite sure. I don't remember Alabama losing to Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know if Tommy Roos is on that team, but yeah. at the end of the day, like he's like, I've been better than you my whole life. Kevin Steele, he whooped his behind at Clemson and at Auburn. These are guys that he's gonna tell them what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You get your you get your marginals from Nick. I think the Kevin Steele fit is is better and it's, although it's Nick's a great a, fit. Although Nick's a it's defensive good. guy. Uh, I think he probably felt a little better about that one. Tommy Reese is the one I think yeah. he's gonna he's gonna have some problems with and put it put more of a stamp on. Here's what we're doing. Yeah, and I also I don't think here's the other part of it. I haven't seen anyone from Notre Dame be upset. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a there that's wasn't a, that's a really good point. And with Steele, Steele is a guy. He's worked at K State. He's worked at Clemson. He's worked at obviously he's worked at Auburn. And I think that. Steele brings a couple of different ideas to what Nick Saban likes to do, which I do think is a good thing. Because that Auburn defense, when he was there, they were a um, they played a little bit in a different way than Alabama's defense. And I think that's the part that he does like and he, he respects. 
So we're going to see what happens. This is going to be an, it's going to be an interesting marriage. And again, this is we we've talked about this a million times, but it's what is it? Nick Saban's home for wayward coaches. He's going to rehab. Mario Cristobal is the head coach at Miami now. After he got fired at what was it? FAU, FIU, and he goes to he comes to Saban, Saban, Coach Saban, please, thank you. <laughs> and then he gets the job at Miami, and then at Miami, or excuse me, at Oregon, and yep. Oregon turns into head coach at Oregon, and Oregon turns into Miami. So like, listen, he's Nick Saban is in college football world. He's the ultimate kingmaker. Yeah, he has done a pretty good – I mean, I think where Lane Kiffin was. Yeah. To where he is today. Yeah, I mean, he, that's a good st- – he's a kingmaker. That's exactly what he is. He's, you go yeah. coach for him, they'll do really well. Everybody wants you for – no, if for nothing else, every AD wants you going, hey, show us that blueprint at Alabama. The mm-hmm. real blueprint is get the five stars and then yeah, have the good – put, and then <laughs> coach them up well and you'll be one or two or three every year. Well, here's the thing. I will say this. I do think there is a blueprint for him. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, but he has, like, size, speed requirements for every position. And he does not step outside of his box. He will not step outside of his box. He has a blueprint that he follows, and it works. And he gets the best of the guys that are that size for a position. And then he's like, you know what? I can teach you to do whatever. And it works. So I'm very excited to see... Um, I'm excited to see how this like kind of this marriage works, especially the Tommy Reese part of it. Um, I think Kevin Steele is fine. Kevin Steele's worked for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can work for Dabo and you can work for um, what's his name at Kansas State and you can work for Malzahn at Auburn, I think you can work for Nick Saban too. Like you're you, you you're a worker. Kevin Kevin Steele's a worker. Yeah. Let's see what Tommy Reese looks like outside of the world of Notre Dame. Sure. It's like Lieutenant Colonel Frank R. Slade said in Son of a Woman. I've been around, you know, hmm. what Kevin Steele says. I've been around. All right, Michael, thanks, buddy. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. Thank you guys so much. It's always fun. Thank you all so much. I'll take it easy. Always fun. Tell, you, tell your mother we're sorry for your language. <laughs> I will. <laughs>